You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up guys, welcome to episode 93 of PlayStation Unchained, PSU.com's weekly podcast. I am your co-host for this episode, Michael Harridance, and joining me, it's uh, actually a two-man podcast today, unfortunately, because Kevin was ill and everyone else is involved in that pesky thing called work, so it's me and Ben today. How's it going, Ben? Oh, not too bad. It's been an interesting day today, to be honest. Oh yeah, why is that? Uh, I went to see the new Dragon Ball Z movie. I, well, uh, I say why is that I know, but tell, uh, tell our uh, listeners why is that. <laughs> uh, see, I'm very weird. I'm very strange. I love my I love Dragon Ball, and so when I found out that the, the there will be a few cinemas in the UK showing the new movie, I had to go see it. Uh, uh, so I bought my train that was twenty seven pound. Got my taxi that was twenty five quid altogether. Yeah. Cinema, uh, yep, I got there. It was about seventy quid for the trip, but it was worth it. <laughs> oh wow, damn. Did you go with any mates at all? No, it was just on my own. Oh damn, that's dedication. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the seats in the Leeds cinema. Oh my god. Oh, is it a good one? Oh, they're the best seat. They're better than my seats at home. They're not the IMAX, are they? No, it's a oh. showcase. Oh, right, right, cool. Yeah, oh. we've got a showcase near us, yeah. That's it's pretty sweet. Leather seats with recliners. Oh, nice. The, Was the... it, um,. Was it cr- crowded at all? Or? Yeah, it was crowded, and there was no kids. It was. A, I, I was worried there'd be kids, and uh, yeah. everyone was like in the late twenties, early thirties. They were there. Really? Yeah. Oh, wicked! <laughs> See, there was lots of guys who like Dragon Ball Z around yeah. your age. Yeah, it was like <laughs> okay, yes, more nerds. <laughs> uh, I wish great. I'd gone to the premiere because I had a ticket for the premiere, but I had to switch it over because travelling back would have been ridiculous. Oh, right, okay. Because the premiere was like half seven at night, so I'd be oh, travelling right. back at like ten, eleven o'clock. Oh, you don't want to do that. And if, if the cinema was like, like today, the cinema, the showing was like, took like, it was like 15, 20 minutes of adverts before I actually started showing the movie. Wow, that's a lot of trailers. <laughs> it was hilarious though, because every, people st- stood up and clapped when the movie started. <laughs> I'm not joking. All you could hear was, <laughs> as the oh, Toei that's... symbol appeared. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Uh, so you enjoyed it then, yeah? Oh, it was good. Cool, uh, and I've got good. plans to go to Middlesbrough in November to see the new Ruta movie. So, wow, you've got a lot planned then. Yeah. Yeah. Have you are you seen the new Bond film at all? Probably. Maybe. Depends on money. <laughs> all right. On money, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. With all the games and everything you buy, no wonder. <laughs> well, travelling costs and, and travelling games. Costs, yeah, everything. Cool. <laughs> Well, um, since it's just me and you, how about we dive into some news, Benjamin? Uh, <laughs> news on this podcast? When does that ever happen? Yeah, when does that ever happen? Uh, well, this one is, um, I picked this one because it's kind of interesting. We we did a lot of Uncharted stuff last week, so I thought I'd vary it a bit. Uh, this is uh, comments from Shihei Yoshida, who's the um, head of Sony Com- uh, Computer Entertainment Worldwide Studios. He says that a successor to PlayStation Vita is unlikely to materialize any anytime soon due to the surge in popularity of mobile gaming. Uh, this was during an interview with IGN uh, at the Eurogamer Expo, where you were last week in Birmingham. Yeah, I'm still uh, kicking myself for not staying, but... Uh... Oh, of course, you could have seen... Um, what day was he there? Saturday. Oh, right, okay. Well, 
He said, um, and this is a quote, uh, that's a tough question. People have mobile phones and it's easy to play games on smartphones and many games on smartphones are free or free to start. I myself am a huge fan of PlayStation Vita and we work really hard on design in every aspect. Touch-based games are fun. There are many games with really good design, but having sticks and buttons makes things totally different. Uh, he goes on to say, so I hope, like many of you, that this culture of playing portable games continues, but the climate is not healthy for now because of a huge dominance of mobile gaming. That's in response to whether or not we see a successor to the PS Vita. Um, PSV, uh, well, it's pretty much an indie uh, hub for indies now and remote play uh, companion device to the PS4. All the major, I think all the major, like, first-party or AAA titles from Sony, at least, or have now pretty much stopped. But there's still a great, there's still a lot of great titles on it, a lot of back catalog stuff. Um, it's uh, apparently uh, there was a separate interview as well about sales. He apparently it's selling quite steadily, uh, uh, doing best in Japan, unsurprisingly. But yeah, um, so yeah, uh, I, to be honest, I'm not really. I never even the thought of a PS Vita two hadn't even in my head. The you know, it's only in terms of the West, it's only three years old. I mean, PSP was around. Um, uh, what was 2005? That was about six, maybe seven years old, at least in the West. It was a good six, seven years. So, and not only that, but as uh, Yoshida said about the market with uh, the dominance of mobile gaming and stuff, it's just I wouldn't, wouldn't at all expect them to release it for a long time, if ever. I would be part of me would be a little bit, not that I wouldn't want to see one, but part of me, part of me would be surprised if, um, Sony did actually release another handheld. I think pretty much Nintendo is the only one surviving era of like, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo or whatever, but that's just me. Uh, well, you're the only one here, Ben. So what do you think? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Let's ask someone else. Okay, it seems they've responded very fast. Um, yeah, ask that bloke in the corner by you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Soda Shack, what do you think? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. As, as you said, mobile gaming is so big nowadays that it's yeah. very hard, especially as mobiles update every year. Um, I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? Blimey! Because yeah. I know I'm upgrading my phone this year, uh, February, uh, November. And All right, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm getting a phone with a 4K screen built in. Oh my god, jeez! So you can't really compete with stuff like that. No. Um, no especially <laughs> with the fact that you know phones you get on contracts as well. Oh wow, that's uh, um, yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of like um, it's there's no real it's, it's handheld a, a dying market, which makes me sad. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, Sony could, should use this to just build the Vita two into a phone. I know they kind of tried it with Xperia Play, but they should just try it again with the, the Xperia range. Call it yeah. Xperia Play Vita twos. Borns, the, mm-hmm. the camp reckoning. I don't know. Yeah, a hybrid or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even just include a controller free with a phone. <laughs> Here's a I controller. Yeah, I remember the Xperia Play and all that stuff with yeah. the PlayStation Mobile stuff and everything. That kind of like died, didn't it, and everything or whatever. It, uh, I can't really remember much about it. I remember they had a lot of stuff with that, but then um, I know they discontinued PlayStation Mobile or something like that. You know, on, on the store or something. I'm sure they did something like that. They stopped doing it or. I don't know. I'm sure I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if anyone does know, then please uh, message us. <laughs> Podcast at BSU.com. Correct me or say what I'm saying wrong. Um, cool. Cheers for that. Uh, moving on. Uh, 
Hitman release date announced. Uh, this is the new Hitman game that's in development uh, at IO Interactive. Um, I presume that's how you say it, or EO. EO. E-I-E-I-O. Uh, sorry. Um, this is coming out on March 11, 2016. Uh, it was delayed from its original release in uh, early December. This is for PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Uh, the game has endured extra development time, and they've uh, also confirmed that there will be six uh, campaigns on day one and three locations, which are France, Italy, and Morocco. Uh, you can use uh, With these, you can use contracts mode to create, uh, uh, create missions and hunt down targets as Agent 47. Uh, as I said, there's six uh, campaign missions with more to be added at a later date. And not only that, but they've also confirmed what we're going to be seeing in terms of additional content going forward. So it releases in March, but in April, we're going to be seeing well, Thailand. You say March, but you yeah. can buy in December as well. Uh, okay, I please elaborate. <laughs> uh, if you buy the digital version, it's released in December. Is it? Yeah, the last I knew. Unless oh, they scrapped think... that. No, I, they, they they scrubbed it because this. No, yeah, um, this is actually for the digital version. This is the digital version. They delayed it, um, so yeah, they must have stopped what you what you were talking about because they just actually um, down here. I've just actually said. I uh, also wrote that the uh, game will be released physically once all the content has been released. So this is the digital version, which isn't out until March. Oh, uh, the original. It's still announced for the eighth of twelfth, twenty fifteen. When you check the PS store. Oh, they haven't updated it, yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. definitely, it's absolutely. Well, I promise you, it's definitely March. Yeah, <laughs> press release and everything. So that's good. Yeah, but um, yeah, they've got uh, Thailand for um April. Uh, May will be the United States, and June will be Japan in terms of playable locations. Uh, they've also announced, however, a Hitman intro pack for thirty four ninety nine dollars. Uh, the um the um full game is fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, that will be available to pre-order in November, and you will be able to have access to all the content uh, that's available at launch. So the uh, you know the six campaigns and the three locations. However, if you want to upgrade, uh, you need to fork out an additional twenty nine ninety nine to get the full version of the game and the extra stuff. So there we go. Um, I've not played a Hitman game before. Um, my uh, I did see Hitman uh, Agent Forty Seven, which is kind of fun in a sort of you know, kind of popcorn action movie thing. I do like the look of the games, though, because I do like stealth games, and it's probably something that I should have got into. To be honest, I should have a few years back, but yeah, uh, I wish I had more to add about this. It looks pretty cool. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see how the uh, the model they're doing, the digital model, and adding stuff kind of like the, um, you know, distributing content after every month or whatever, rather than giving you a, a full package game with everything in from day one, the traditional kind of model. So that'd be interesting to see, especially the fan reactions to that. But it's looking good. Um, ben, uh, I don't know how you, well acquainted you are with Hitman. I, I purchased the PS3 one. It wasn't too bad. Oh, I cool. like the ones on the PS2. I'm not sure if I'll get this. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't sure because it was December. Yeah. And yeah. with no, Fallout, Call of Duty, mm, Just Cause... Well, this one is out. Uh, this one is, looks like it's out a week before Uncharted Four. <laughs> yeah, but that's more. That's just one game though, compared to. Oh yes, yeah, yeah seven. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Big games in March at the moment, or is it just pretty much Uncharted? I think it's pretty much just Uncharted. Ah. So, I, you know, I, that's not too bad. If I want it, then yeah. Plus, I could buy the cheaper version and then buy the rest later on. Yeah. True. Very true. <laughs> Well, um, uh, but nah, I'll probably give it a skip. Cool. 
Well, it's funny we mentioned Uncharted there because the uh, PlayStation uh, community has been voting for the best Uncharted moment, and the results are in, and it is drum roll. The train intro from uh, sorry, sorry, train sequence from Uncharted Two Among Thieves. Oh no, uh, I am so shocked. Yeah, this is of course the intro part where uh, Drake is left um, dangling precariously from a cliff top inside a wrecked train car. Uh, just take a swig of water there. Um, I'm not sure how well the others did, but I'm pretty sure. I think the cargo plane from Uncharted 3 was high up there. Um, uh, it's good. I mean, I didn't think anything from Uncharted 1 would win it because obviously I liked Uncharted 1, but it's not really big on massive set pieces like that. Um, Uncharted 3 obviously would have given it a run for its money, but I think that Uncharted 2 has become iconic in that kind of sense, especially that uh, in terms of set pieces and standout moments, that, that sequence at least certainly has, and perhaps along with the collapsing building and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised at that. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I will be looking forward to reliving that as part of the Nathan Drake collection, which is out next week, I believe. Uh, ben, how about you? Um, good work. Good work. <laughs> I thought the boat scene was the best with the raising of the water and the flooding of the boat. That was the best scene, in my opinion. Oh, that was brilliant. That was free, wasn't it? Yeah, it was free. free. Yeah. yeah, oh, that was great, that was, yeah. That uh, was... Because as much as that number two one was good, it was pretty much pushed into our heads from the day it was announced. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, because it was the one of the first showings at the... VGAs when they announced yes, Uncharted 2. Yes, yes, good point. And then they used that trailer over and over again to promote the game. Yeah, they did, yeah. Was and like, hey, the demo was like, as much as that scene was good, yeah. and that was a good set piece, it was kind of like overused. But I mean, I, by the time I actually got to play it, I thought, oh my god, I'll have seen this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> With Uncharted 3, they didn't really show, they show I remember they showed. They showed the boat gameplay at, yeah. um, at E3 the year it came out, but they didn't yeah. go... I no. think it stopped just as soon as it started flooding. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, cool. Well, there we go. Um, it'll be interesting to see what you guys thought about that, actually. Um, you know, let us know if you want what you thought was the best in China moment. Um, moving on to something Naughty Dog related now, I had to include this simply because it, it is big stuff. Um uh, Sh- uh, Shohei Yoshida has um, commented on The Last of Us 2. Uh, this is again, is, uh, this was from EGX, um, an interview with Eurogamer at Eurogamer Expo. Um, he uh, reiterates uh, previous comments from Naughty Dog that the game isn't in development at the moment, but there have been um, ideas brainstormed. Um, I will start off with a quote um, and carry on with that. Uh, I asked community strategist Arnie Meyer that question last night over dinner. We haven't confirmed The Last of Us 2, but ever since the launch of the first game, people like creative director Neil Druckmann are talking about some ideas for a potential sequel, some experiments that they want to do. Uh, He went on to say that there are talks around development of a sequel, but was adamant that Sony would like to see how how a possible narrative would unfold, specifically focusing on on the life these characters have after what happened in The Last of Us, presumably referring to uh, Joel and Ellie, etc. So there we go. Um, so yeah, um, we've obviously, you know, there was a lot of talk about it because Nolan North said they were working on it. Naughty Dog then pretty much shot it down, but uh, said they were they were drafting ideas and they had been. They actually said as far back as um, uh, before E3 that they were, um, they were drafting ideas and stuff. But it's... I mean, you have to think at this point whether that's the likely official 
I inverted commas official word that there's no that they're drafting ideas, but there's no sequel and development. And the real answer is that they're drafting ideas and they're definitely working on it in some capacity, even if it's just a small team at the moment, because most of them are working on Uncharted Four. But I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll have some ideas about that, Ben. So I'll ask you in a sec. But yeah, I, I've said before that I would love to see a sequel. Um, I'm I, maybe I'm just easily pleased. It wouldn't bother me at all if Ed, Joel, and Ernie were back in it. I just like. I'm a guy who likes more of what I like. So, you know, I like Resident Evil. I love Resident Evil 2. I like Resident Evil 2. I like Resident Evil 3. I liked Uncharted. I want Uncharted 2. I liked Uncharted 2. I want Uncharted 3. You see where we're going with this. So, yeah. But, uh, okay, I have to admit, it would be cool if they said it in a different um, time. part um, and On another part of the globe. Like, they've been in America. How about showing it in England around the same time with a different group of survivors completely? That would be really cool. I want to see it in Russia. Or Russia, yeah. Um, well, I'm on to you now, Ben. Um, what do you reckon about this story and stuff? And what are your thoughts? You know, do you reckon that they are working on it, in fact? Or do you reckon that's pretty much right, that they're not at the moment? I think they've probably stopped for now. I, I don't, right. they, they, well, they've work, I say they're working on it, but not working on it. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. working on plot details, stuff that's not actually work, but... Yeah, not developing, yeah. like kind of like... Stuff, yeah. Um, you know, getting everything ready. Chances are that you know, it's hard to describe. Uh, once certain parts of Naughty Dog are finished with what they're doing, there's no need for them to be around on Uncharted. Yeah. So say they've finished the, by now, the music's probably almost done. Yeah. They finished their music. Well, yeah. that de- that side of the development team have got nothing to do. Yeah. So chances there, those team are working on. The Last of Us together, um, ah, oh, and then like maybe there's part of the animation team that does trees. Trees. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. No, I see what you mean. Like little bits and pieces, but they can work on it. If they're finished on something else, sort of thing. Yeah, they might have yeah. been finished with what they're supposed to do with the main title, so they'll be shipped yeah. off to the The Last of Us t- um, duo. Cool. Well, I hope you're right. Yeah, the the two, last two of us. Just the last two ones. of us. Take it if we try. Yeah, sorry. Just that, that the last be... two of us. You, you and, and Joe and Ellie. Yeah, sorry, we're just breaking the song there. Um, okay. We're not drunk, I assure you. Well, no, ben might be I'm just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, okay, Ben, just one last thing, because I know that you're pretty good at guessing this sort of stuff. When do you reckon we'll see The Last of Us 2? What Or The Last Two of Us? What What? what year do you 2017 winter. Oh, okay. So not so the in the so kind of the near not too distant future, but not like just around the corner then. Right. Yeah, it depends. I don't know. It might be then, or it might be spring 2018. Oh, that that sounds good. Yeah, so that that sounds about right. Well, around that time, then we'll probably be seeing Final Fantasy VII remake, maybe. Yeah, which I'll be down to review. So <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Ah, uh. cannot wait. And we have another member who's actually just listening in on our podcast, Gary, (laughs) (laughs) who's not talking, but he's listening because he likes that. So, yeah, technically we're a three-man podcast now, but he's just not talking. (laughs) He's just staring. He's at at work, I presume. Yeah, he's at work. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to another story now. This is quite uh, quite a big one, actually. And so it begins. PS3 discontinued in New Zealand. Uh, in what could be the beginning of the end for Sony's much-loved PlayStation 3 console, the company has today confirmed, uh, this was Friday, uh, that the PS3 has been discontinued in New Zealand, meaning that no more consoles will be made and shipped to retailers. Um, 
Uh, speaking to those gamers, Sony Computer Entertainment New Zealand confirmed the news with the following statement. I quote, SEENZ uh, will not be shipping any more PlayStation 3 consoles to its retailers. However, the platform is still available in retail outlets throughout New Zealand and being supported with um, perif- um, peripherals. Um, God, I'm hopeless at saying that word. <laughs> uh, new, uh, great new releases and back catalogue software. Uh, at the time of writing, Sony has yet to confirm, uh, confirm plans to discontinue the PS3 and other areas of globe, although we'll be sure to keep you posted on any developments. I actually wrote that, and I can assure you we will keep you informed of any developments. Um, so, yeah, uh, PS3, um, is it the beginning of the end, or is it just New Zealand, which would be odd if they're just doing it for that part of the, um, part of the globe, but who knows? Uh, PS2, oh, God, um, I'm going to have to rely on my memory here. It's a bit hazy. Uh, PS2 was stopped being uh, was ceased manufacturing. I think in 2013 was it that then, or was it the year before? Uh, I think it's about then. Yeah, yeah, about 2013, and that came out in 2000. So that was rough. That was 13 years. We'll say 12, 13 years. Uh, PS3 has been out since 2006, so that would be 10 years. Uh, a bit roughly a year from now. So it hasn't. Um, so that's just in one country, mind you, New Zealand. Yeah. This PS2 was meant to stop in like completely so yeah um i would be surprised if they follow suit uh the rest of the globe anytime soon it just doesn't seem likely because it's still selling quite well they've got a lot of um there's a lot of really good deals out there and if you look at what happened with the ps2 when the ps3 came out even after a few years after it was released ps2 was a really good starting point for some people they had a lot of really good deals there they obviously had a massive software lineup uh it was cheap as chips they had the slim version out ps3 has had you know, it's got the, the chunky model, the debut model, it's got the slim and now the super slim. So I really don't think they'd be wise to stop that, not at least in like the big markets like America and um, mainland Europe anyway. Um, so, mm. yeah, but um, maybe it will, um, the next couple of years probably, it's probably going to be on its last legs, but uh, I'd be surprised if they stopped it in one of those major markets. Uh, ben, how about you? I think we'll see it close a lot uh, shorter than you think. Really? Um, the reason why PS2 was sold so much is because it was as cheap as chips to make. Oh. Uh, the CPU and GPU were custom made, but they were still pretty much off the shelf parts. Oh, not not, not, not completely off the shelf, there. but they were still sli- yeah, they're slightly different than normal, but they weren't. They were yeah. still being made for other things. Oh, okay. Uh, while the PS3 cell isn't really made by anyone, and most of the factories that were making the cell process have been shut down. Oh, wow. So that, that means... Where's this info from? You're a treasure trove of info. <laughs> <laughs> that means that the chances of price drops for the PS3, that's why you don't see it as cheap as the PS2 was now. Yeah. Um, because the cell is still expensive, expensive-ish for them to make. Not expensive, uh, but you know. Yeah, compared to PS2s. Yeah, so that's why I can see it ending at a higher price and shorter than the PS2 did because the PS2 was just like a calculator in comparison. Yeah, surely it will last <laughs> ten years though, like to, like roughly this time next year. Yeah, at least yeah. next year. But I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go with prediction. Chile predicts. Um, right. We'll see. Uh, hear an announcement. Say summer 2016, and then it'll end in winter 2016. Oh wow! Okay, we we'll have to see. That, that's my predictions. Okay, well, that's actually interesting there. What you said, um, what you just said, that that actually does oh, hiccups. That actually does make perfect sense. Um, I didn't honestly know that. Um, the more you know. P.S. Yeah. Cheers for that. 
Yeah. Um, oh, well, Gary's actually just said that he can chip in now and then. Um, Gary, if you'd like to add anything on that story just now, then please go ahead. If you don't talk, then we'll just simply move on because obviously you're working. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to say a word. Um, was that about the discontinued PS3s? Yeah. Yep, it sure was. Yeah, um, I'm actually not surprised they're discontinuing it a lot sooner than they did the PS2. I mean, the PS2 was still selling like crazy uh, out in Japan, at least, when the PS3 came out. Um, and because it was like $400 more than the PS2. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually not surprised if they start discontinuing it uh, a lot sooner and moving everybody over to the PS4, especially now that they have PlayStation Now and, and people can play a lot of those PS3 games on, on their PS4 as well. Oh, true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, PS Now is the only reason why we'll see it continuing on because the chipset that's used for PS3 mm. is used in the servers for PS Now. The PS Now servers are actually PS3s. Oh. Well, so. there you go. It's just like a whole bunch of like PS3 games saved on the system that people can just like stream from. Yeah, they're, they're stored on hard drives. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, Brilliant. Uh, cool. Um, okay, well, let's um, hit up this one off. This is uh, probably be a few groans of this one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate will feature microtransactions. Shock <gasps> horror. Um, yes, uh, Ubisoft has confirmed this as much. Uh, uh, they uh, speaking with uh, actually speaking on the. Um, this is an official uh, press release, not from an interview. Um, uh, Francois Pelland, uh, Assassin's uh, Creed Syndicate's development director, uh, said, I quote, Assassin's Creed Syndicate will include paid options to save time and accelerate progress. The model for a syndicate is quite similar to Black Flag, allowing players who do not have time to fully explore a huge game or to see, um, to be able to see, to be able to eventually acquire the game's more powerful gear as well as other items. Rest assured, all of Syndicate's content is available without paying anything additional, and the game has been balanced such that microtransactions are 100% optional. Well, I'm glad they're not locking anything behind these things, because I love exploring these games. I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan, I think everyone knows that, and I will, even they not have as much time as I used to, mainly because of my job, actually, playing other games, ho-ho, um, I, you know... I don't like cheating on these things or paying things. I didn't pay for anything in Unity or Black Flag. So I will, you know, if it takes me six months to get for a game instead of three months, I will take six months. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're not doing anything like that. But I don't know. Uh, it's just I, a lot of people just use these. For, not A lot of people I find, they don't use it just because they don't have enough time. They just do it because they just can't be bothered, which is a shame because it takes all the fun out of the game. But that's just me. Um, so yeah, I don't really have much much to add on that. Um, Gary, if you're still there, do you have anything to add on this? Um, yes, I do. Um, uh, I, my big problem with it is they're probably going to add things behind that paywall uh, that, like you said, isn't going to help you progress through the game, but more aesthetic things. Yeah. But it's probably going to be those things that you could unlock in the games beforehand. Um, like in past Assassin's Creed, like Altair's costume and Ezio's costume, those are probably now going to be behind a paywall. And I'm yeah. thinking that it's just not going to have as many unlockables anymore because of it. Um, mm, that's a good point. I, yeah, I think it's it's a lot of crap. Like, I I just don't I don't like it. <laughs> I really hate microtransactions too. Yeah, I'm right there with you. 
<laughs> they, they come out and say, well, you don't have to do them. And then you'll play the game, then you'll realize, I kind of do. Because I want all <laughs> these things. And you're forced to buy them. Plus, you know, the $40 season pass. So nowadays, you're just going to be buying Assassin's Creed for $60. But technically, you're going to be spending like $120 just to play the stupid game and experience everything it has. Or in Mike's case, it's 200 pounds. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And, you know, you buy the collector's edition, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. In At least for the collector's editions with Assassin's Creed, you normally get the season pass with it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why their, their collector's editions are always overpriced. Don't, I don't, I don't, they're normally not a bad price, to be honest, especially in the UK. I I think they're I have to admit I get them every year and I have to I do not just saying this because I'm a fan they are yeah. very very they are really good I think yeah. they're worth the money they definitely you get some really nice figurines with them among a lot of other stuff as well I wouldn't buy one but <laughs> really I'm surprised I thought they'd be right I, up your I don't like Assassin's Creed so why would I... oh right okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that, that's that's my my thought on that I just I feel like some of those things are either going to help you get through the game faster um, if it's like oh upgrade your you know pouches faster carry more items stuff like that but if I yeah, bought I the just, I just don't like it. if I bought the game the first thing I'd purchase is a collectible finder <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> I just I let me just say this I don't think it's right that I pay full price for the game and then have optional payment plans afterwards. If the game was yeah. like $20 and then you added all this stuff into it, that's fine. But if I'm paying full price for the game and then you're telling me I have to pay extra for all these other things, to me, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, ben, did you have anything to add? The only thing that makes me annoyed with it, because I don't mind microtransactions, anyone who's played Warframe will not mean not me plays Warframe knows I don't care anything about my transactions. I bought I bought more platinum yesterday just so I could have some weapon slots. Um, but when it's a single player game, that's when I even I kind of go eh, eh. I mean you shouldn't sell costumes for something that only you can see. Nobody else is gonna care that you're gonna dress up as an EZO or an Italia. Nobody's going to care because it's only you that can see it. So you're going to be paying the, the two pounds seventy nine to be an EZO chicken, and only you can see it. <laughs> only you can see it, so it's kind of a waste of money, really. Now, if it was online and you could show it off to people, then yeah, I can see the kind of okayness. Not okay. That's not the right word, but I can see the reason for it to be done compared to an EZO frog that only you can see so yeah no no <laughs> well um, it's not long till Syndicate comes out anyway I think it's later this month um, so um, I'm uh, definitely looking forward to that or there we go that's just me um Ben, can you uh, think of any other stories you want to talk about at all for news? Oh, I was thinking of one earlier, but now it's gone. Um, you can't remember what game, I suppose. No, no I can't remember what it was. Well, but... 
If it comes up, just um, you know, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. Uh, well, we're going to move on to some reviews now. Uh, Righty ho. Um, I can't remember if this week was very busy with reviews because, admittedly, I wasn't spending much time with them because I was busy doing other stuff. Um, which is uh, well, I know that I I had my, technically. My uh, Destiny uh, Taken King writer, we, um, that was a verdict, but it wasn't officially a review. Um, but, and yes, uh, how could, of course, could I forget the Nathan Drake collection? Oh, Jesus, damn. Uh, <laughs> we have, oh, we have a few. We do have a few. Um, what did we get to last week? Um, well, Monday was the 28th, wasn't it? Yeah, the and 28th. We so we must have done we must have done Pez and FIFA last time, surely. Oh, I can't remember. Because that went up on the twenty second. No, I don't think we did the Pez. Uh, we did the FIFAs. Yeah, I think you did the FIFA last. Yeah, we didn't do the Pez. Well, that's crazy. I can't bet. Um, I think oh. it went up after we kind of. All right. Well, let's. We did it on the Friday, didn't we? That week. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Let, yeah. Let, let's do Pez anyway. Yeah. Let's okay. talk about the Pez. I, I, I'm yeah. really looking this forward. This is by um, Neil Bolt. Um, who is our resident Pezak. Um, he reviewed this game, as I said, you know, very recently, and he's been playing it like a demon. I um, uh, hope that Neil actually would be able to come back on the podcast at some point. That would be pretty cool. Uh, he gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, he said, uh, the football is sublime in Pez 2016. There are small improvements made to the other areas of the game, and while some still need it, but on the pitch, the series is a title-winning form once again. Um, he liked the uh, beautiful football, says it already. Uh, the Master League is back to its best, and player detail is excellent. However, he disliked the fact that the roster is way out of date at launch. Uh, the connectivity issues and the commentary is mostly atrocious, and we did do this because I remember reasoning out those very uh, negative points. I absolutely remember this. Who cares? If we go over it again, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm pretty sure we must have done FIFA, if that's the case, but what the hell? We'll read it again. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pez was a football game with the kicking in the footballs. Yes. Enjoys. Yeah. Um, we're still read out. Um, even if we did do these, it doesn't matter. We go over them. Um, this is by Adam Byrne, who is, funnily enough, our resident FIFA maniac. So those two guys, if you ever need any questions about football games, go to them. Uh, and out, he gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Um, and we did do this, I remember it now. So, um, yeah, there's no need to read over the plus points I did this last week. He gave it an 8.5 out of 10, so yeah. Um, obviously, I just read so many reviews out every week, sometimes it's hard to remember which ones I did and which oh. ones I didn't. Um, I, I one... remembered what I wanted to bring up earlier. Um, sure, go for it. Uh, it the, the Minecraft, it's not really news, it's just something I need to want to ramble about quickly. It doesn't matter, just go for it. Uh, yeah, the Minecraft it. story telltale thing. Yeah. They're selling the digital version from next week, isn't it, if I'm rightly? Chapter one. Yeah. And then they're selling the disc at the end of the month. But the disc is just a season pass. Mm-hmm. Why? Why even <laughs> do that? Why even print discs with season passes on? Why? Really? That's all it is? That is all the disc is, is a season pass. Weird. Um, so you put your disc in thinking, oh my god, so I've got the Minecraft... And then you find out that it's just a season pass and you still have to wait for them to be released even though you just purchased the disc. I know you download it's fine, you purchase it for the same price. But you know what you get when you digital download. You've got your season episode 1, blah, blah, blah. You don't buy a disc and then hope in the future that you download the rest of it. Hmm. You buy the disc, put it in and go, yes! I 
back and <laughs> do the crafts and the stories with the peoples. Yeah. Not, oh no. No. It's not, it's just the weirdness of a disc that confuses and annoys me. If they sold the digital code thing in the box, you know, then yeah, even I wouldn't, I'd find that a bit weird, but it makes sense. But the disc, you get his entire Blu-ray disc for what, 200 meg, uh, 600 meg? Yeah, makes sense, right there. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's just, no. It's no. Anyway, that was my ramble. No, oh, that's fine. And that's the, um, is that the Minecraft story game, yeah? Yeah, the Minecraft story game by Telltale. Telltale, oh yeah, cool, cool. Um, well, I'm glad, I'm glad Gary's here, because this is my next Roo. Uh, uh, Roo? Roo. <laughs> Review, not Roo. It's a Roo um, now. Yeah. Um, this is um, Gary uh, Soma. Is that how you pronounce it, I presume? Yes, that's how you pronounce it. Uh, cool. That's how I pronounce it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Gary, <laughs> you gave us an eight. You gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, you said, a thought-provoking journey that creates tension with its brilliant already work. Soma lacks some of the jump scares found in other survival horror games, but also but offers new ideas that keep you totally immersed. Um, you like the thought-provoking story. Uh, the tension will keep you on the edge of your seat and the great sound design. However, you dislike the uh, exploring outside the um, installations, and some puzzles give no hints or explanations on how to solve. Um, but still, that's a really good score, Gary. You obviously really like this game. I did. I, I love that game. It's it's a great game. It, it's one of those games where once you beat it, though, there's there's really no reason to go back through it um, yeah. because you just unlock all the trophies right off the bat um, once you finish the game. Uh, mm. But 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 it is one of those games where you'll think a lot about the story and how it presents itself. Yeah. Um, the the puzzle it is a very puzzle driven game. Um, like I said in in those points you just made, like a lot of the puzzles are easy to figure out with just you know logic. You mm-hmm. know they're logical puzzles, but others logic. you're just like, yeah, you're just like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Science. <laughs> you, you'll get there. There's one area when you're outside the installation, and you're supposed to call this like uh, fairy crane to come and pick you up because you can't travel across the trench underwater. Yeah. Um, and you have no idea how to do it. Like it doesn't tell you at all. Like there's a machine that like you can have like millions of different frequencies you can select, and you gotta like find the right frequency to call it over to you. And line up the satellite and all that. It was incredibly frustrating. I spent about an hour just in that area trying to figure out this puzzle. Yeah. Um, to this day, I still don't know how I figured it out. Like, I eventually got the right frequency somehow. So, um, but yeah, uh, other than that, um, it, it is a great game. Uh, it, it's better when it's enclosed rather than the outside because the narrow corridors really add to the, to the fear effect of it. Um, but yeah. I do recommend that game. Cool. Awesome, man. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing at um, Neil's intro to this next review. Uh, this is um, Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Volume 1 PS4 review. Uh, as, as I said by Neil Bolt, uh, this might be one of the lowest scores I've ever seen on PSU. A one I think point... it is the lowest score yeah, on PSU. Yeah, 0.5 out of 10. Um, wow. And I was that... tempted by that game as well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we did a lot of in- we did quite a lot of coverage on this. We spoke to developers. Um, uh, he says that Afro Samurai 2's first episode gets so much wrong. It's such a small amount of time speaks volumes about its laundry list of problems and disastrous experience all around. Uh, he liked uh, there are some plus points. 
Um, the soundtrack is great. Some of the art looks nice, uh, <laughs> and it's only two hours. Um, however, the bad, uh, bad uh, negative points include it plays terribly, visuals are dated and problematic, upgrade system broken, and this. Uh, yeah, so that's a one point. I'll just look at some of the comments. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got a one. Um, uh, Nick six 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 U says one point five. Ouch. Uh, Honomaru says laughing my ass off. I love how it's only two hours is a plus. And uh, oh, I can't even read this going on. Uh, Rad Friedel Fade Bada Two. Sorry if I butchered your name. When I first read that, it's only two hours. I immediately put it in the negatives. Thank you. Thanks for pointing out that. <laughs> All right. So we obviously got a bit confused there, but yeah, um, I think everyone's quite shocked by um, how bad this game could apparently be. Um, and it's not just us as well. Um, just have a quick search around and you'll find that it's been universally panned. Moving on to something a little bit more positive now, hopefully. And Can I, actually... Can I just add something to it? Uh, yeah, sure. Go for it. The whole season pass is $45 for that game. That's what, insane. Afro Samurai? Wow. Wow. $45. That's just crazy. <laughs> They better come with ten episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite. Hey, um... it might have competition now if we get a Tony Hawk's review copy. Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, next. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, next up, we have uh, Extreme Exorcism PS4 review. Uh, this is by JP uh, John Paul Jones. Uh, Eight out of ten. Uh, Extreme Exorcism invigorates the arena battler with its brilliant ghost-mimicking mechanics, provo- uh, proven to be a highly entertainment pro- proposition for either a group of friends or the lone player to stuck in. To stuck in. Uh, he likes uh, the superbly inventive ghost-mimicking mechanic. Challenges extend single-player appeal quite, uh, quite nicely, and a great, wo- uh, great wealth of multiplayer customization available. However, he dislikes the lack of online multiplayer. Uh, some of the challenges can exasperate. And characters are different in terms of looks only. Uh, it's an 8 out of 10 for Extreme Exorcism. Interesting name for a game. I can't say I've heard of that, but there we go. Uh, I'm not sure if Gary's still around because he sort of commented on that and then compl- um, sort of got cut off. So um, we'll see if he's still there. Um, but, uh, I'm sure I had to step out for... Oh, right, cool. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Gary's at work, you see. So he's, he's like, uh, he's like uh, we're technically 2.5 members here. Yeah, 2.5. It's like, two point, it's like a pl- old, it's old platforming games. We're yeah, 2.5D. 2.5 yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, we have Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Oh, uh, one sec. I want to say that yeah. that name of that game sounds very 90s. Extreme! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, very, very. Extreme Mexicans! Totally radical, dude! Yeah. To the max. <laughs> uh, this one's by Carl Prahl, <laughs> Persona 4 Dancing All Night. I want this. Mm, this is like your type of game, then, actually. Oh, another 8 out of 10. Uh, Carl says, Dancing All Night is a joy to play and a powerful nostalgia trip for Persona 4 fans, but it's slim on content in a way that could limit the universal appeal. Uh, he liked the great soundtrack, uh, the accessible, challenging rhythm gameplay, and the story and characters that resonate with fans. Uh, however, we dislike the... And um, this is weird, the... Um, the negative points on the site don't show up. They've got we got a green plus for the plus uh, for the positive ones. It's because it's it Persona. Nobody should be negative <laughs> no, it about has, it. It has it. No, it has it on all of them actually. It's, um, it should have a red box with a negative <laughs> sign. So they have to flag that up to the tech team. Um, uh, he disliked the story's predictable rhythm. Uh, the vague unlocks and new costumes are few. 
Uh, that was eight out of ten for dancing on that. I'm sure there's a song in there somewhere. Um, next up, we have another review by Mr. Carl Pro. And this is the big one of the week, guys. This is the Nathan Drake Collection, Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection for PS4, which I cannot wait to get my mitts on. Um, he gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Um, uh, final word, the Nathan Drake Collection presents a trilogy of single-player adventures at their technical best, but the value proposition will depend on series experience and a few matters of preference, which is a very fair um, summary, if I do say so myself. Uh, Carl likes the graphics we fit in, uh, graphics we fit in the PS4 title, uh, the robust photo mode, mostly great gameplay untouched. However, he disliked the fact that no multiplayer, there's um, no multiplayer modes or new content. Uh, that's uh, for those who don't know, they um, cut the Uncharted 2 and 3 multiplayer out because people are still using the uh, multiplayer on PS3, so they didn't want to kind of fragment the uh, fan base there. And the 60 frames per second uh, soap opera effects. I would love to know what he means by that, because I actually don't know. Um, I don't suppose anyone knows. No? Okay. Kind of, <laughs> I think. I, I, I think it's the motion, motion board that it causes. I, I'm not 100% sure, though. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Um, sweet. Yeah, I think... Oh, you can to... turn the motion blur off. All right. okay. Cool. Um, cheers for that. But yeah, that's the Nathan Direct Collection. I've seen um this has got some interesting scores actually. I've seen there's been a few I've seen a, some very high scores for this, a ten. And I've also seen a low a lower score, a seven out of ten. Obviously I won't mention these sites, I know who they are. Um it's interesting though, the one that gave the lowest score said that the games haven't aged well and apparently Uncharted One is uh, really, really bad. Well I can't find I know. I can't find myself agreeing with that at all because I loved Uncharted. One. I think I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, there's only one person who said that. So yeah. yeah. And I know the guy as well. I met him. Lovely bloke. But I really can't see myself agreeing with that. But I will uh, gladly eat my hat if I do agree with him after I play the game. But there we go. I can't I see his point, to be honest. <laughs> well, it is a. It does. It has age. But, yeah. he's, but, you know, to the point of being where it's, you know... Yeah, I, I don't into that because it's not the, it's not the time for it. We, we talk about yeah. But yeah, well, especially little... as people who have to review it before the patch anyway, because there's a big day one patch. Yeah, that yeah. adds a lot and removes a lot of features. Well, yeah. fixes a lot of features, should we say? Yeah, there we go. But what actually, but one thing I will say is how people complain about the combat in Uncharted. I've never had a problem with it at all. I really don't understand the hate for it. I've never ever had a problem with the, the aiming system in that game at all. I, I really don't know what. The problem is... I have to turn the sensitivity up a bit, but apart right, from that... Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Different strokes, different folks. Um, uh, last but not least, we have Lego Dimensions PS4 review by Simon Sayers. Uh, this is on PS4. Um, oh, two pages, so bear with me a sec, guys. I do miss that... Do, straight do, 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 yeah, I do, do miss that. Go straight to the score bar, and apparently there was another way to do it, but I can't remember. 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Um... An intoxicating mix of familiar game worlds, great script writing and impressive Lego building and interaction brings this latest Lego game into a whole new dimension. Uh, he liked the solid brick build, uh, brick, sorry, the solid brick smashing gameplay coupled with immersive physical interactions with characters you built with Lego. Uh, the clever script writing and excellent voice work delivers a humorous narrative and the impressive level design brings the, hot, brings the worlds to life in uh, Traveller's Tales unique way. Is it Traveller's Tales? Tales Tales, is it? It's a Traveller's Tales. Legos. Yeah, it's Traveller's Tales. Yeah. yeah. Um, apologies there if I'm wrong. Uh, however, negatives include uh, 
Over-familiarity with the tired and tested Lego formula can make things occasionally feel repetitive. Uh, some confusion in portal interactivity sections where it's hard to know what you're supposed to be doing. And last but not least, £30 for a level pack seems excessive, even by Lego standards. So there we have. Actually, we had quite a few good reviews up there this week. Um, I haven't really played any. I haven't played any of those games, but I do want to play the Nathan Drake collection. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, now we're going to move on to. Um, oh, is that Gary? Lego Dimensions pricing. What was that, Gary? The Lego Dimensions, the prices for that game. Uh, it's so ridiculous. I calculated all the things that I wanted if I was to buy that game. All right. And it will cost me over three hundred dollars. Oh my god, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit ridiculous, but it's it's a genius way for them to make money, I guess. Yeah, good point. Um, oh, actually, um, this is this is actually a, a first time mentioning this. Um, we wanna, I wanna flag up um, our new video content uh, that launches this week, which is called Off Topic. Uh, this is the pilot episode. This is by Lainey, uh, who's um, been working tirelessly on this. Uh, you guys should go and check it out. Uh, the first episode is what, uh, what game made you rage the most and why? So that's up on the site now. If for some reason it's pushed down by the time you listen to this, just search off topic in the search bar in the top right hand corner of PSU. Please give it a listen and do leave your feedback because you work really hard on that. I would really appreciate the feedback. Um, now we come to the point of what games we've been playing, and this is where I give my tongue a rest <laughs> from rabbiting all the time. Um, if I could um, start with you, Ben, what games you've been playing? Well, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. I'm 297 Lite now. Um, and I've also been playing... Which I can't talk about. And I've also been playing... Which I also can't talk about. Um, both of those are really buggy messes, so... Uh, um, uh, it's, it's the worst to have all of them. Um, <laughs> okay, just to ask, when can you talk about... <laughs> I don't know, I signed an NDA, so... I... Okay, oh, you had to sign an NDA? Well, you had to agree to it when you downloaded it, so... Oh, right, nice one, okay. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> um, but of course, if you know me on PSN, you can see what I'm playing anyway, so... Yeah. Well, Art, since you obviously you can't talk about those, but um, with Destiny, what um, what have you been? So, what sort of things have been taking up your time in uh, Destiny? Like, just, have you been doing we got raids? to the first part of the raid, yeah. But we seem to have the worst luck in the world. Uh-huh. The worst luck ever. I'm not what joking. Uh, the first night, uh, we just couldn't do it because we hadn't looked up the strategy. Yeah. Second night, some people didn't log on, and then the third night. Last night, well, two nights ago, actually, yeah. we got it down to about 15%, the first boss, uh-huh. and then the two people that lived together disconnected. Oh! <laughs> so we lost because we didn't have enough damage to finish it off. Oh, wow. So, yeah. The solo master can solo this thing by himself? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could solo it. Every raid in Final Fantasy fourteen, but you can't solo this. Come on. Uh, Someone uh, will solo this eventually. You uh, know yeah. it will happen at some point. <laughs> uh, I, I've done most of, as I said, I've done most of the dungeons in Final Fantasy fourteen on my own. Even the hard extreme dungeons, hard extreme dungeons, I've done on my own. Yeah. Uh, uh, Warframe. They had an update this week with a special weapon called the Snipertron. Yeah. Uh, it started yesterday. It ends tomorrow. 
Um, you get a special weapon that was only ever released on PC about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, this is the first time console owners get a chance. So I spent more money on the game. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if it's like this on War Thunder, but you can have as many weapons of Warframes as you want, but you need item slots to be able to have them. Ah. Um, Still can't keep away from it, eh? No, you can sell them. You can sell them if you don't want to keep your old weapons, but I like all my weapons, so I keep oh, them all. Okay. I spent £3 and bought enough slots for another 12... Another 15 weapons. So, okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I've got enough slots for 15 more weapons. But I, I won the big PC update that came out recently. Also, the new Prime Access is going to be announced soon, so that's another 110 quid. So, oh, wicked. <laughs> unless I can pester us to get some codes from Digital Extremes. Like, yeah, I might try and do that. Wicked. But I'll probably end up buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and apart from that, uh, um, yeah, Destiny and the Warframes, and and don't forget. I also downloaded uh, Hardware Rivals, which, if anyone listens to this podcast, I leaked in February wow. when I accidentally talked about the fact that I was playing a, a beta test for a driving game called Tracks. <laughs> um, yeah, oops. Oopsies. Oh dear. But it's okay, I won't leak speed and siege. <laughs> wink wink. Oh, this has been an interesting um, podcast. <laughs> so yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing. Okay. Alright, um Gary, if you're there, uh please do talk about what you've been playing. Uh yeah. Um I have been playing the the Witcher Three still. Yeah. Um, working on platinum trophy for that. Um, I found out that uh, new game plus plus death march difficulty equals failure. <laughs> um, I found out that there's absolutely nothing I can do to make myself stronger in that game. Like the armor doesn't help, the skills don't help. Pretty much, it's three hits and you're dead. No matter what I do at this point. Um, All right. So that's been fun. Um, other than that, I've been playing uh, the Dragon Ball Z Dokken Battle on my phone. Um, still really enjoying that game. Um, let's see what else have I been playing. Oh, Mega Man Legends. Went and bought that PlayStation Classic, playing that on my Vita. Love that game. Um, and yeah, I think that that's all I've been playing. Oh yeah, when it comes to phones, I've been playing PewDiePie The Legend of the Brofist as well. <laughs> Can you take that podcast right now (laughs) (laughs) oh dear I heard about that so it's actually a thing is it it's actually a game yeah it's a game oh god yeah it's a game on the on the androids and the the iOS is 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 is. oh god is that that is that the YouTube guy yes the YouTube guy it's £3.99 as if he needs any more money. <laughs> yeah, we're in the same room, Ben, I swear. Before <laughs> <laughs> to return to factory settings instantly. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, okay, moving swiftly on before Gary blows a gasket. Um, <laughs> I've, um, um, like Ben, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Um, 
in fact, mostly Destiny. I've been, I'm now on, I'm quite pleased actually, because I'm now on Light 282, I believe, which is considering um, um, in the last week, I must have jumped like 50 points pretty quickly. So I've been just hammering away at all sorts of quests and stuff. I've been trying, I've done, uh, done quite a few of the heroic strikes, which is good. I've been in the Crucible a bit. I love Rift. I think that's brilliant in my write-up, actually. I do congrat. I do um, praise Rift a lot. I think that's great fun. Um, I could. I do like Elimination as well. I did that today. And that's pretty cool. It's like skirmish, where it's free t- free against free, and you can revive. You have to revive people. Um, but this one is if all three of a of a team are down, then you get wiped. But then basically you lose that match, and it goes on obviously until the the amount. I can't remember how many matches you have to win. Maybe it's five or whatever. But it's actually really good. It's quite um, um a lot of good. Really, you have to have some really strong team tactics there, which is really, really, um, it's really cool. I really do enjoy that. So, yeah, and the um, the new strikes are pretty. They had cool. mayhem as well over the weekend. Mayhem as well. I haven't tried that. Yeah, really um, haven't. Oh my god, that's amazing. What's it like? What do you tell? It's just six versus six. Yeah, but everyone supers recharges at half the uh, half the speed. I oh, mean, half wow. as fast. Sorry. So you're just like instantly supers. Oh my god, that must be crazy! It's amazing. I was just running around. I got a triple kill with my hammers because I was just running around with the hammers. <laughs> I hit one person come up the corridor and then kept throwing it down the corridor, and someone else ran around the corner. And got hit. Then because I've got the chain ability on my hammers, the person next to him got hit, and he's just like, "Yay, hammers!" <laughs> right. I'll tell you what I did do today. It may not seem like much, but this is—I'm not a sniper at all. But I managed to get a double. Um, I managed to get um, a double down with a sniper rifle nice. today. Headshot as well, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I really am enjoying um, the Taken King. I, uh, I've been sort of dipping in in all the places at the moment. There hasn't been anything specific I've been focusing on. Um, I do enjoy, like I said, the Crucible and the, uh, the strikes and stuff. I think I've done. I'm trying to do as many missions as I can. But um, at the moment, I'm on this one where you have to fight, take down. Um, in Earth, you have to take down three Taken champions or whatever they're called, and I've done two out of three. Um, it's in the Rocket Yard, the Divide, and Skywatch. Uh, so... Oh, is that ring a bell? Yeah, I remember that was annoying. Mm. So I'm about to hunt the last one down. They're pretty nice. damn tough as well. These bosses are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I did. Um, in terms of weapons and stuff, I've managed to. I actually. I purchased, I finally got my fully upgraded, um, or year two, whatever you want to call it, I got my bad juju, because I love nice. that. My uh, mate is very annoyed at me, because of my luck. Oh yeah? Uh, I've got pretty much nearly every new exotic. Oh my god. Is he, there a new hand cannon at all? No, I can't, I don't think I've got a new hand cannon yet, so no. Alright, I got one I got one the other day called the Revelator. That might be new, yeah. Yeah, which is a... um. Mm. It's a. It's got a really good attack yeah. rate on it, so that's cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, loving. he got annoyed because we kept, we were farming one boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got nothing. Yeah. My mate got one exotic, and then another one about half an hour later. Yeah. I killed the boss. He dropped two exotic engrams. Oh my god! Two. Oh, that's what you told me the other day. You yeah. Used, did you use the three of coins? For yeah, he used, the, he used three three of coins, and he dropped two engrams. Oh my god, that's awesome! I was like, yes. That is amazing. He dropped the PlayStation exclusive weapon and another Telestra. Jade Rabbit, yeah? Yeah. 
cool. I, I prefer the jet. Uh, to be honest, I still prefer the Red Death. Red Death is amazing. Yeah, that's that's just every time I go head to head with someone with that thing, I always end up dead. Well, it's because after you kill someone, it it heals you. Oh, does it? Yeah, after you get a kill, it heals. Oh my god! Which is why you're in the raid because there's loads of enemies attacking you in this raid. Yeah. And by doing this, you can just pretty much not care. You just kill. Oh, there's loads of frows. A load of frows and acolytes. So as soon as you need some health, you just pop a frow and then carry on. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant, man. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I've actually got quite a lot of legendary marks. One thing I do have a lot of is those. So probably what I will do after that is buy a um. A, a, you know, a, a year two Red Death or something like that. I, re- oh, I really I do recommend it. Yeah, I really. But after that, after I've done that, I really want to get my um hat, my uh, last word though. Uh, I got the last word last night. Drop. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it was it a year one or a year, year two? two? Oh, where'd you get it? It just from a strike. <laughs> oh, you get. As <laughs> <laughs> I said, I've just been popping those three of coins every time I fight. I tell you what, though, I have been using Fawn in PvP, and it still seems to be really good. Oh, I love my Fawn. Even if they nerfed it, it still seems to be really yeah. good. So yeah, I can't seem to get on with any other hand cannon apart from the exotics <laughs> in PvP. Are you okay, Gary? Yeah. Well, you guys are talking about the guns in the game, right? And you keep mentioning the names like Red Death and Juju, and I'm like, Man, these guys, these guns sound like Power Ranger villains to me. <laughs> 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 Go Juju, yeah, got... stronger than before. Yeah, they do have some really weird names, Gary. Some of them are quite cool, yeah, and weird and funny. One of my favourites is a hand cannon. It's not like anything special, but it's it's its name is called Heaven Can Wait. I just think that's a really cool name. <laughs> oh yeah, and oh, oh, yeah, there's a, a weapon... rocket launcher called Radagast Fury. That's also badass. Oh, what's great? There's the Ace of Spades. Oh, the Ace of Spades, yeah. That's yeah. a hand, new hand yeah, cannon. cannon. Yeah, hand um, cannon. What was it? Uh, God damn it. There's a perk as well. There's Party Crasher, a shotgun. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, now it's starting to sound like moves the Ginyu Force would use. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, God, we've got, kind of got derailed. But, well, not really derailed, but yeah. No, I've I pretty much been playing Destiny. That's it. I, um, I'm i trying to think if I've gone on anything else, but I don't really don't think I have. I haven't been on War Thunder since the Taken King came out, because I've just been focusing on that. Um, no, it's pretty much just been... Oh, no, a bit of Resi 2 on my Vita, but that's it. Which I need to play more of, so yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, that's pretty much it. And I shall probably continue to go on that for quite some time as well. Um, cool. Um, well, that's actually coming to the end of a podcast now. Um I'm just trying to think if there's any other things I need to talk about and mention. Do you, um, Ben? Do you have anything to mention at all? Because sometimes you have things to bring up or whatever competitions and or whatever. Yeah, I'd like to bring up my Destiny competition. I've had three entries this time, three whole entries, which is good. All right. Um, so if you want a chance to win a copy of Destiny, the uh, Destiny Steel Tin. Yeah. Um, uh, this will be the last week for entry. By the way, next week I'll be mailing them out sometime late, probably Thursday or Friday. Uh, because there's going to be a special gift I'm going to be including into this Destiny Steel Tin Super Edition giveaway. I will also be purchasing a code, so you will also have the DLC and the Taken King in the Steel Tin. Ah. So you'll also have all the DLC, you'll have the game, and you'll be ready to play the Taken Kings. Um, 
So yeah, but warning, this will be a UK code, so you will need a UK account to purchase it. Because um, the game is UK, so you'll need the UK code, so you'll need it, blah, blah, blah. You'll need a UK account. Mm-hmm. So make sure you've got a UK account before you enter the competition. It's not hard to make one anyway, so... Yeah. For a chance to win the Destinies and the Taken Kings. You Even... should also mention our... Uh... PSU community on PS4 as well. Oh yeah, also if you want to chat with all of us, we have a community on the PlayStation Network because of the new 3.0 firmwares. Um, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to join our community, make sure you check out the community as uh, PlayStation Universe brackets PSU.com uh, You can you also... actually search for communities because I couldn't find a way to search I for them. I don't think so. So best to search for me Chili, or yeah, just best search for me, Chili, C H I double L E. Um, also, let me just add me as a friend because I only have, only have, I only have 758 friends. I need more. So, if you want to <laughs> add me as a friend, sure. send it to Chili as yeah, well. I say, yeah, I say just uh, send us your your PSN name if yeah. you want to join, and we'll send you an invite. Sounds good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I joined the PSU community on there. I, I got the invite, so I'm there as well. So I'm all signed up. Cool. Well, um... Yeah, have you, have you signed up yet, Mike? Yeah, I, saw, I, I got the invite from Stephen. So, uh, um, I, I sent you an invite before, but I guess it didn't come through. Um, uh, to be honest, I got once I downloaded that thing, as soon as I got um, as soon as soon I got the new update, I got so many um. Oh, things. there you are. Uh, promote. Oh, you now you're a moderator. Oh wow! Wicked. There you go. Cheers. <laughs> no, no problems. Cheers, buddy. Um, cool. Well, yeah, we're about to wrap up now, guys. Um, first of all, though, if you want to contact any of us, you can contact um, the podcast in general, which any of us will reply to. Uh, usually me, but anyone can. It's uh, podcast at psu dot com. If you want to contact me directly, you can email me at mike dot at psu dot com. Um, However, if you want to contact Ben, you can do so. Ben will tell you how. Uh, you can contact me at ben.chillybearhall at psu.com, chili on NeoGaff, chili on PSN, chili underscore, chili underscore UK on Twitter, that's C-H-I-L-L-E. Uh, remember to contact me at ben.chillybearhall at psu.com to enter the, qu- the competition. I don't think I asked, you asked the question, did I? Um, no, I don't think no, you did. No, I didn't. Um, what is the name of the new voice for the ghost in Taken King? Who voices the ghost now? Wicked. Uh, so those are the ways to contact me. Excellent. And finally, Gary, if people want to contact you, how can they? Uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, or on my PSU email at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com. And if you're a DJ, you can follow me as well, since that's the only people <laughs> who start following me on Twitter are DJs, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I know all these DJs, but they decided to stop all. DJ Gary. DJ Gaz. Yeah, Gazza. <laughs> cool. Well, what can I say? We Russians are multi-talented. <laughs> yes, we are. We make <laughs> DJ music to go bowling with cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, well, 
that's been episode 93. We're actually edging closer to that Magic 100 mark. As I said previously, we'll have some, hopefully some cool guests on there, uh, past and present members. Um, I definitely want to try and get um, Don, who was the host for, of PlayStation Derailed before it became Unchained. He, he pretty much pioneered the podcast in the earlier days. So I really want to try and get him on, among others as well, Rob Zretzler, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, also, um, since it is October now, we probably will be doing a Halloween special. Um, uh, from I think from the last ooh, couple of ooh. years, I mean, yeah, go for it. I, I want to be on it. I want to be on it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's just been me and Dane who have done that in recent years. No doubt Dane will be there this year if he can, because he's living in China at the moment. So I don't know how the hell the times will work out, but we'll definitely be, uh, we'll, we'll work something out, definitely. And yeah, uh, Gary, that's cool. You're talking about Halloween. Yeah. Did you read that? I've got to bring this up just because of how ridiculous it was. Did you read the, about the new Burger King uh, Halloween I... bun, which is black? No, I didn't. Please do. T- please tell me about it. Yeah, you got just a burger which comes in a black bun. But I've been reading it on Neogaf, and everyone who eats it, their poop glows green. So yeah, if you ever have one of these burgers from Burger King for Halloween, don't be worried if your poop is neon green. Well, I would be worried, but don't be worried because it happens. Does it glow in the dark? They should try. Well, if they, if they sell it here, I'll buy one and see what happens. I'll buy a couple, eat a couple, and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> that image. <laughs> see what happens. See what, if I could use it as a nightlight. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that someone's phone? Yeah. I thought I heard a phone beep then. Uh... Oh, never mind. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, let's try and move on swiftly from Glow in the Dark. Uh... Crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's been as I said. We're we're talk we're discuss the um, we're talk about the uh, uh, special podcast coming up soon. So it'll be um, obviously we've got episode 100 towards the end of the year, and near um, near the time and close to that we've got the Halloween episode. So we're, we're definitely doing something for that. Um, wow, that's been episode 93, guys. Um, ben, thanks for joining me. Thank um, you for having me on. Oh, well, you're the co-host, man, your partner in crime. Um, Gary, thanks for hopping on as well. That was pretty cool. You actually got to be there for pretty much about half the podcast in the end. So cheers for that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for letting me join. I no appreciate problem. it. No problem, man. Um, we will be back again uh, around this time next week. I think um, I'll be here. I don't know who will be hosting. Maybe Ben will be hosting. It might be me again. Who knows? But we're, uh, we'll definitely be here. And Ben's going to be announcing the uh, uh ben are you announcing the winners on the next podcast yeah i'll probably send them out before the actual cast but i'll okay. announce it all right cool cool there we go um right well remember guys um give us a like on um facebook and please subscribe to us on itunes so you can get the podcast downloaded to all your uh itunes compatible devices which is pretty much everything these days and uh, we will be back again next weekend. Uh, this um, well, there's no point in saying when this podcast is going up because you'll be listening to it. So yeah, hopefully we'll be a bit quicker than uh, last week. We uh, apologise for getting that up late. Uh, that was uh, my fault. So, uh, but please go and listen tonight too if you haven't already. Uh, so see you again next week. Uh, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Gary, and thank you from me, guys, for listening. All our regular listeners and any new ones we may have. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, what's left to say is it's good night from me. And it's good night for him. See you later, guys. Thank God for me.